0: We're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Day of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. I want to welcome those who are watching us all over the world. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Welcome to Sunday morning service. Household of David, our people after God's earth. And you know, um, I would like to start this way. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear. Uh, All over the world, there's so much fear right now. So much anxiety, so much fear. But the Bible says, that's 2 Timothy 1.7. God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power of love and of a sound mind do not allow fear around you and in you it's dangerous hallelujah, hallelujah. you know Psalm 112 says that, I'm just saying this before we go into our subject for this morning the Bible says that he shall not be afraid of evil tidings His heart is fixed, trusting the Lord. He shall not be afraid. Bad news will come and go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are saints who are even afraid. Why should a Christian be afraid? Fear is a spirit. And I'm going to read something this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews, this is very important. Just to send a word to somebody watching me right now or watching us right now to understand Hebrews 2 verse, verse uh, 15 the Bible says and deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage Jesus through death destroyed the one that had the power of death so that those who have been under bondage because of the fear of death the fear of death brings bondage, and the lot of under that bondage right now. Hallelujah. This is what I want to talk about. What we talking about this morning, And what we started with on Wednesday. If you were with us on Wednesday, Jesus delivered those who oh, through the fear of death were subject to bondage. So fear has torment, and it brings bondage. And Jesus conquered death So that you will not be afraid of death anymore The greatest fear That catches humanity Is the fear of death And Jesus went for that one So I'm saying to somebody watching me at home The first thing you need to know right now Is that fear not Can I hear me? Hallelujah There's no reason to be fearful There's no reason to be afraid That's why we are bringing God's word to you you see there is something about our God In the midst of the storms He can hide you And when God hides you You are kept So we started on Wednesday Bible says he who dwells Let's read that, that very beautiful passage again Psalm 91 Psalm 91 Glory to God Hallelujah. You know there are people right now Listening to me Who have symptoms of malaria and then they are afraid. Now, more terrible is if it is flu. Hey, because you have read about corona. <laughs> and you see, all your life, you, you have been having symptoms. I mean, from time to time, you catch cold, you know. But right now, you are so scared. Because sore throat. <laughs> you are so throat four months ago, you were not afraid. You were sneezing. Six months ago, you were not afraid. But because of the news in the here, we are not denying the reality of this. I'm just saying that fear does not solve the problem. Hallelujah. So we are not saying like what we are trying to know. We are not saying that this is not a deadly disease. We are not saying that this is not affecting people all over the world. We are just saying that the way out is not the way of fear. Hallelujah. Lord. So, if you have ordinary flu, and in your imagination you have accepted that this is coronavirus, you might just get one. Don't be afraid. Of course, take the necessary precaution, but don't live in fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God! Hallelujah. You see, Satan will be playing with people's imagination around this time. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this is coming to an end in the name of Jesus Christ. So Psalm 91, let's read. <laughs> Glory to God. God's word is wonderful. Psalm 91. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 1. The Bible says, He that dwells in the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Mm. hallelujah there is a shadow of the almighty and then there is a secret place of the most high and we started on Sunday shadow of the almighty secret place of the most high but I want to read something again praise God Psalm 31 verse 20 this is very powerful and it is needed right now, Psalm 31 verse 20 the Bible says, thou shalt hide them, in the please, viewers at home write down the scriptures because you will need to meditate on them at the end of this broadcast I'm going to lead us in the way, we are going to pray, the prayer that takes care of what is going on right now and we are right there, we are going to pray hallelujah, if anybody is sick right now, believe that by the power of the Holy Spirit you are healed right now so, look at what the Bible says. Psalm uh, 31, verse 20. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secret, secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongue. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You shall hide them. Let's read it again. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence. You see, it's important to understand. Things can catch people on our way, but not God. God cannot be caught on our way. It's impossible. So, ever before the storm, before the plague, before the problem, the Almighty would have prepared a secret place for His own people. Hallelujah. Now this psalm is saying that it will hide them in the secret place of thy presence. So that means the secret place is connected to God's presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now David started saying that he who dwells. So the key word there now is to dwell. But then dwell where? The secret place of the Most High. He says shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And we started on way talking about the part that, then the next thing anybody wants to know is that where then is the secret place? Where is the shadow of the Almighty where I can take refuge? Where the storms of life will not touch me? Hallelujah. And when the Bible gives you a hint somewhere, it also, the Bible also provides an answer elsewhere. So we read Hebrews chapter 9 and I want us to read. So I want to take it a step further this morning, talking about the secret place part 2. Hebrews chapter 9. We read that on, on Wednesday and then we continue. Please make sure your Bible is with you at home and you are following us. The word of God must take root in your heart. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 5. The Bible says, And over it the cherubim of glory, shadowing the mercy seat, of which we cannot now speak particularly. Everybody say mercy seat. What is it about this place? Remember we said on Wednesday, under the old covenant, they could not access the holiness of all. And the high priest, and that's what is explained in Hebrews chapter 9, where we just read, if you read other passage, other, other verses of, of this particular passage. Only the high priest will go in once in a year into the holiest of all. And then he will do that with the blood over himself. I'm bringing to you, the importance of the blood of Jesus and what it has accomplished at this moment. God is not surprised by what is happening all around the world right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he wrote Psalm 91, thousands of years before any plague. So, you know, the high priest would put the blood on himself and then he went out once in a year because the presence of God was highly concentrated in that old lace of all, no mistake was allowed there, and that place was too volatile for mortal men to just dabble into because the ultimate blood was yet to be shed. Amen. So the high priest was given an opportunity just to enter once. Remember where we spoke about Moses. The Lord said, Moses said, Show me your glory. Ah, God said that. No, 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 no. Moses that's over syllabus. It is not given to this dispensation to see my glory in its fullness. He said, but I can help you out because you have found favor in my sight. He said there is a rock beside me and we established on where is it? 1 Corinthians chapter 10. The Bible said that rock was Jesus Christ. So God was not talking to Moses about a physical rock. He said there is a rock. I'm going to open the rock and put you inside. I am showing you what God was God was telling Moses, I'm showing you what I'm about to do. That in the days to come, I'm gonna create I will open the rock, which is Jesus Christ, and hide my people inside. That's the Bible said that if any man be in Christ, and then Christ was that rock. Bible said they drank from the rock, and that supernatural rock was Jesus Christ. So God was actually saying to Moses that you are not born again because the blood is yes to be shed, but I can help you temporarily. We make an arrangement. I put you in the rock for just a short while. He said, I'm going to open the rock. And that was what he did on the cross also. He opened the rock again. The soldier took a spear and put it by the side of Jesus. And blood and water came out. The beginning of the birth of the church. Hallelujah. And now, I'm, I'm here to say this morning that that rock is what we have been brought into. See, the old idea. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, the old idea. Mm. God wanted His presence to dwell with men. But then, God couldn't do it under the Old Covenant. They could be covered for a day or for a year by an arrangement, the atonement arrangement they had then. But it was not sufficient for man to dwell in the secret place. It could guarantee man visiting the place. Moses understood something about this. So Moses started saying that, if your presence will not go with us. You've read that in Exodus 33. He said, if your presence do not, if it does not go with us, don't take us from where we are right now. Then he said, how shall he?" Oh, thank you, Lord. This is what separates those who trust God from other people. Let's read that Exodus 33. Exodus 33. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus that's why I like that Nathaniel Bass song there is a place that I long to dwell is the presence of my father all the hosts of heaven gather <laughs> hallelujah let's read Exodus 33 the Bible says this is a conversation between God and Moses and verse 18 and it says show me your glory but if we start from 16 or from 15. It said, if your presence, verse 15, if your presence go not with me, carry us not hence. Then verse 16 is very instructive. He said, for wherein shall it be known, Here that I and thy people will have found grace in your sight? Is it not that thou goest with us, so we shall be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? There can be a separation that separation is caused by the presence of God. Hallelujah, and we assess it by what the blood has done, and there is only one word at the back of it: the mercy of God. That's why what was inside that old tabernacle was the mercy seat, and that. So the psalmist was actually talking about this when he said that, "Shall I abide under the shadow of the Almighty?" Because the two cherubims they had their wings. They, you know, the wings overshadow, they, 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 they stretch their wings, overshadowing the mercy seats. And when the psalm, when the psalmist said in 91, that he that dwells shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, he's talking about what was inside that tabernacle. The two cherubim shadowing the mercy seats. So a place where you are, you are under the shadow of the Almighty when you are under the mercy of the Almighty. Did you get that? Hallelujah. And I'm going to explain mercy briefly today because it's not... What many people think it is. If you dwell in the place of God's mercy, because the most important thing that, that the mercy seat, you know, that tabernacle of Moses was a replica of the tabernacle of heaven. And then we had the mercy seat in heaven. Now, for theologians, you know, anyway, don't let me get into that yet. But are you with me? So the blood opened up as soon as Jesus said, It is finished, the curtain was rent to two. So the court, the, 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 the blood, the death opened the veil to give man access to the place of that mercy seat. And when you are there, you are under the shadow of the Almighty, you are covered by the Most High. For believers, it is no more a secret place, it has become our dwelling place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there are steps to take to abide. Glory to God. Access has been granted. So, the, the, the mercy of God. It's a revelation that we might, This is all that the blood of Jesus is all about. To bring us into the place under the shadow of the Almighty where we dwell with Him and where we actually become one with Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is when we understand this fear will disappear. Oh, are we going to face tribulation? Yes. We face many things every now and then, But greater is it that is in us than the one that is in the world. Hallelujah. Are are we we together? So this is what um, we are looking at today. So Moses prayed this prayer here. He said that if your presence does not go with us, don't take us from this place. He said because there will not be difference between we and every other person on the face of the earth. And we are amazed that many times there's no difference between Christians and unbelievers. Moses understood this he said Lord it's not enough that you have brought us out of Egypt which is actually a prototype of God or uh, God taking people out of the unbelieving world into salvation he said but something else is needed he said we need your presence he said if it is not there I and my people, we will be like every other person on the face of the earth. That means the things that are happening to other people, they will happen to us. Mm. Hallelujah. See, this reminds me. There is the covenant of, of exemption. This reminds me. In Judges in, in chapter 8, Gideon killed, you know, he, he caught Zeba and Zamuna. And then he decided to ask them a question. That's Judges 8. I think verse 18 precisely. He asked Ziba and Zamula, he said, the men that you killed, what kind of men were they? And Ziba and Zamula said that they are just like you. All of them were princes. In other words, Gideon, we could have killed you as well. We have killed people like you. But there is something about you. And that's something That was what Moses was asking for. That we are like other people outside your presence. Psalm 114, let's read. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The revelation of his presence, of his blood, of his mercy. And I'm connecting these things together. Mercy, presence. What is in them what is in the, in, in the presence of God is actually or the message seat was his presence right there in that tabernacle. Now look at this. When Israel, Psalm 14, verse 1, when Israel went out of Egypt, the house, the house of Jacob from a people of a strange language. Judah was his sanctuary and Israel his dominion. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. The mountains keep like ram. And the little ewes like lamb. And then he's asking a question. What held thee, O thou sea, that thou fleddest? Thou, Jordan, that thou was driven back. You mountain that you skip like rams. And you little ewes like lamb. He said, tremble thou art at the presence of the Lord. The presence of the God of Jacob. Shout Amen. Amen. The Bible says, Israel came out of Egypt. He said, the sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. Jordan was not afraid of the people. Jordan was afraid of what was with them. The presence of God. So Moses got the prayer very correctly. He just said, A Lord, he, was, he said, look, look, if your presence will not go with us, we are in the days when believers need this more than ever before. The arm of flesh will fail men. But we must dwell in the secret place of the Most High under the shadow of the Almighty. His presence. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. This is very important. You see, He had decided this is our hiding place from the storms of life it's a secret place to others, but to us it's our permanent abode hallelujah and we have access to this place 24-7, let me say this to those who are watching, you see, no matter what is going on in the world, when you are hidden by, when God hides you, no evil thing can find you (laughs) in (laughs) in 1st King chapter 18 you know, Elijah gave a word and disappeared. And then the Lord said to Elijah that, go and show yourself to Ahab. And then Obadiah was Ahab's PA, or chief administrator. And Elijah appeared to Obadiah. And he said, go and tell your Lord Ahab. Elijah is here. And Obadiah said something, that's verse 18, something very powerful. He said to Elijah, he said, there is no country or earth that my Lord has not gone to look for you. He said when he entered the country and he said that it's Elijah here and when they said no, he would make them swear that swear that you've not seen this guy. But you know what? They were looking for Elijah around all over the world. Elijah did not leave the country. God told him to go to the brook. Oh. (laughs) There is a place in God that they can keep you. I'm not saying this. It's not limited to coronavirus. I'm saying even in your workplace, whatever is happening around you, God can keep you from the evils of men. He can keep you from the politics of men. He can keep you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He can even keep you from the carelessness of men. Many times we have to do things with men. You enter an airplane. There's a pilot. You are not the pilot. God forbid something happens to the pilot there. You are not the one who have checked the engine. Somebody did. So somebody can be negligent. Somebody can actually ignore what he should look at. Amen. We consume things every day. On Facebook from time that you will see some of the products that we consume. And you'll discover something about them. That will make you almost vomit the ones you consumed before. Hallelujah. But see, God can shield you. That's what we are saying. Do you know that doctors can even make a mistake? Dr. Emile is doctor. You understand what I'm saying? And they are covered by insurance or whatever, by policy. They are covered. Only that it must not be too awful. But they can make mistakes. Hallelujah. But there is someone who never makes mistakes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So Elijah was right there in the country. And they were looking for him all over the world. Because when God hides you, When it was Moses' turn Satan, I mean he was Raising dust, He, he knew that a Savior was coming To lead the people out of bondage And while he was Killing all Hebrew children God did not see anywhere To hide Moses except in the Palace of the very person The person that wanted To destroy him was the one who brought him up God is awesome You know one day I thought about it for years, God hid an apostle of grace in an institution of law. Paul grew up under Gamaliel, learned everything, yet he was to teach grace. If you and I wanted a man to teach grace, we will send him to grace school. God sent him to law school. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> You see, God is awesome. When he hides something, no, no devil can find it. And I'm going to say this to everybody. The prayer we should pray is to ask God to hide us in his mercy. When I say, what kind of prayer does our Word need right now? That believers should understand, pray for yourself and pray for the Word. It's a prayer of mercy mercy is not limited to that somebody is guilty so you are praying for mercy no it's an attribute of god that is extremely powerful you know i said it earlier before some theologians will come up <laughs> when you know somebody say a christian believers should have someone somebody said that no 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 on a new testament you know i you know they are not my focus today there are some half-baked anyway but that's not what i are today hallelujah so i asked one of them that. so why then the paul say or the writer of hebrews Let us come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain what? When Epaphroditus was sick, that is Philippians chapter 2. Apostle Paul said, he was sick unto death. He said, but God had mercy on him. He said, not only on him, also on me, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I want to say this to everybody at this point. Please pay attention Why I'm going to lead us to pray, the prayer of mercy on the ground of the blood of Jesus. You see, when there is pestilence in town, when there's plague, both the righteous and the righteous, they suffer for it. When this whole thing is over and we don't know what else might happen on the face of the earth, whether it's a destruction through terrorist, terrorist attack, whether it's a plague, whether it's an accident, plane crash, whatsoever, it will always be a combination of good people and bad people. And you see, when it is over, among those who will survive also will be good people and bad people. There are murderers that Corona will not touch. And there are very innocent people that Corona will touch. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. This is why it becomes necessary. So pray for the mercy of God. And I'm going to show you uh, an example in the Bible. But I want us to understand that. Because at the end of the day, you are not going to boast that you are standing. I'm not talking about this situation only. In any situation, you are not going to boast that you are standing because you are better than other people. But because His mercy has kept you. Hallelujah. Are you Are you with me? it is true so paul i, I believe that when Emperor, 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 Emperor Epaphroditus was sick i believe that apostle paul must have prayed for him of course he would have prayed but the healing did not happen immediately so when he was he paul said oh god had mercy on him he said you heard that he was sick he was sick nigh unto death he said but god had mercy the mercy of god why is it that of all the things to come and pick at the throne of grace is the mercy he said that we obtain mercy because of Romans nine sixteen, which fits this present situation. It is not of him that run it. it is not of him that willeth; it is of God that showed mercy. Hallelujah! You know there will be speculations about the reason for this, like there has been for all the plagues in the past. Some will say it's God's judgment. Some will say it's Satan's attack. Some will say it's this one. Some will say it's that one. One conspiracy theory after the other. I don't know. <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it is or whatever it is not. The most important thing. Mercy covers everything. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. It is not of him that wrongs. It is not of him that will it. It's of God. You know, there are places all over the world. They will not obey social distance. They will not. It's, it's important to obey all laid down rules. But some people will not and nothing will happen to them. And so people will isolate themselves. <laughs> That's the thing about life. But I want to, I want when we see a situation like this, you pray for God's mercy over yourself on the ground of the blood of Jesus. That you have been justified by the blood so that no plague can come near you. When you say God's mercy, what you are appealing, you are appealing to the part of God to prove a point that Almighty God, Father, I am not coming before you with any form of righteousness of my own, except the only acknowledged righteousness by which is the action of Jesus Christ. That's why we are coming under the auspice of the blood. I am not making reference to any right standing outside the one that is given by the righteousness of Christ Jesus, which is imparted to me as a gift. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Are you are you getting to what I'm saying? Yes, and then the good thing about intercessors is we can stand and plead. We can actually, on the ground of the blood speak the blood over the entire world and judgment is held back. I'm not saying this came from God. Whatever it is, a breakout of a disease, conspiracy, whatever, I don't know and I don't belong to any school of thoughts. I'm just saying that because thoughts will come and go. People will always come up with opinions and I when there something like this is happening. The most important thing is not the it's for it to stop. And for mankind to be saved. Hallelujah. Are you get what I'm saying this is very important we can play we can pray by the blood we can speak the blood over the entire woman race and then the aspect of the of the mercy of God for the father Christ Jesus did not die for the sins of Christians alone He paid for your world because of that we are qualified to pray for your world but it begins with praying for God's mercy speaking the mercy of, the, of, of God over yourself first over your family, and then over the entire world. Mercy triumphs over judgment. And where iniquity abounds, grace abounds much more. Oh, God is merciful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, I want us to read Daniel chapter 2, and verse 18 precisely. And we begin to close right now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You see, this verse we're about to read right now. Or let's read first. Verse 18. That they would desire, let's start from 17. Then Daniel went to the house and made the thing known to Ananias, to Meshel, and Azariah, that Meshach, and Abednego, his companions. That they would desire the masses of God, of heaven, concerning this concerning this secret that Daniel and his fellows, this is very important, should not perish with the rest of the wise men in Babylon. Are you seeing this? So if Daniel and his fellows did not pray for the mercy of God, remember, this, this: we are talking of Daniel, this was the same guy, all refused to be defiled with the king's food. So when you talk about us touching, living by the right principles, Daniel had it. But as soon as they mention a threat to himself and his colleague, Daniel told Shadrach Meshach, and Abednego that by revelation, the right kind of prayer to pray right now is a prayer of mercy. He said if we don't pray for mercy, there is a possibility of us perishing with the wise men. Mm. That covenant of exemption is found in God's mercy. Hallelujah. They did not, I mean, how did they compose this word that Daniel brought out that word? I see what we need to pray for right now. Daniel was saying there said, We need to pray for mercy. And when he prayed for mercy, revelation came. See, as we pray for mercy all over the world, they will find the cure, and then they will find what will prevent it. This is why the church occupies a place where we pray for the world. That's what the Bible said that I exhort first of all. First Timothy 2, one that supplication, prayer, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. He said for kings and for those who are in authority, that we may live a quiet life in all godliness and honesty. A quiet... He said the peace of the society depends on the intercession of the people in the church. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The mercy of God. That is, a, that is what we have come to enjoy right inside the secret place and then it's an ongoing it's a prayer that will pray forever mercy so when the believer says lord have mercy on me it's not a prayer of unbelief it's not denying what Christ. for those who like to argue argue with hebrews chapter 4 that when he said let us come to obtain mercy that was a wrong prayer if you can say that then i will understand that you let's leave <laughs> that you understand what i'm saying And you are going to find a prayer for mercy severally under the New Covenant, under the New Testament. Because there is, oh, thank God, there's a guarantee in God. Even when we have not done everything correctly, His mercy speaks for us. Hallelujah. 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 When we say, Lord, your mercy, where we should have interceded before that we did not, mercy we it. That is the beauty of this. Oh we are we are saying that this this destruction is arrested and it will spread no further in the name of Jesus Christ if you are watching us right now join us to pray for the mercy of God speak of his blood that is the demonstration of his mercy the beginning of it and the totality of it the blood of Jesus Christ the blood Oh we have access to the mercy seats. We can dwell there right now. For we speak that the blood of Jesus has been shed once and for all. He has by one sacrifice he has perfected. Oh glory to God. He has obtained for us an eternal redemption. And we say in the name of Jesus Christ that the mercy of God is over our family. Over everyone around us and now over the entire world. We speak mercy. It stops the assault of Satan. It stops whatever the enemy is trying to achieve all over the world. The mercy of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Those who are affected already. We speak the mercy of God over them. Be healed by the mercy of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you. Say it right there in your house. I live in the secret place of the Most High. I am covered by His mercy. Say it over and over again. His mercy, His mercy. I dwell in His presence. Oh, glory to God. By His mercy I have been brought into His presence. His presence abides in me and with me. And no evil shall befall me. No plague shall come near my dwelling place. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Father. We bless your name. We worship you. We give you praise. Let's keep praying. Just lift up your hands and just worship Him. Pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you for the rising. Thank you. Thank you. The Son of Righteousness with healing in His wings across the entire world. We speak your word over the whole world. We speak peace. We speak mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, we thank you. We worship you. We give you praise. If you are listening to me at home, begin to rebuke the spirit of fear right now. Fear will not come around you. It will come if it will not come near your dwelling place. It's fear it takes you out of the covering of the blood. It's important for you to know this. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. When they were told to put the blood, in Exodus 11, to put it doorposts and the lengthen of the door and the Lord gave an instruction, nobody should come out. Nobody should come out of the door because you are supposed to dwell there, not go in and out. Old Testament, shadow, now we live in the reality of everything. You come out of this blood covering by wrong confession. Fear will take you out. It will. Hallelujah. Balaam understood this when he was giving Balak, you know, that devilish and demonic counsel. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. In Numbers 23, please hear this. He tried to curse the people. Balak was a prophet that Balak hired. And in verse 19, he said, oh, God is not a man that should lie. Neither is his son of a man that should He said, I have received. He, said, I, he has blessed. I can't reverse it. He said, surely, verse 23, there's no enchantment against Jacob. There's no divination against Israel. The shout of the king is in their midst. The Bible says, he asked the king of Moab, he said, show me, a place on the mountain where I can see the people. Then I'll be able to curse them. But when they saw them, the Bible said that it saw them abiding in their tents by order. That order is confession. We dwell somewhere. When we are there, no evil. After the third attempt, Balaam told Balak, they cannot be cursed. You can't break them from outside. He said, but I know about their covenant and their God. Let me tell you what to do. Introduce your girls to them. Get them to break off from inside. A ship does not sink because of the water around the ship. A ship sinks when the water is entering. This is very important. The same angel of death went around the entire Egypt. They were saved not because the angel did not come around them, but because they were inside. Inside. That's the Bible says, and let us hold on to our confession. There are many people on Facebook and everywhere who want you to talk like other people. In fact, they insult you when you don't talk out of fear. But you see, a time comes we have to determine. The Bible says, if they speak not according to, the, to this word, it's because there's no light in them. Do you want to be a social Christian whose Christianity makes sense to people or the one who obeys the father? And who lives by the word of God? There is a way saints are to talk, and there is a way we are not permitted to talk. Hallelujah. It is the aspect of Christianity that people hate most. Say you deny reality. Are you saying that? those not spiritualize everything. Well, we are not spiritualizing everything, we are spiritual beings. So everything is already spiritualized. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know. <laughs> In the days when they were killing Christians, people stood their ground. Some Christians are afraid not only because of social media bashings. Men faced sword and they stood their ground. You are afraid because of the noise around. Anybody is entitled to his own opinion. Jesus is Lord. He is not one of the ways to heaven. He is the only way and we have accepted His word we shout light in the midst of darkness and light will come for the bible says god who commanded his light to shine out of darkness when god sees darkness does not see i see how dark it is he commands light to shine out of darkness oh glory to god when god sees dry bones he commands life out of dry bones oh god you know when daniel finished praying for the mercies of god not only were they delivered, the answer, the revelation was given to Daniel. I'm going to say this in conclusion to everybody. A lot of things, many things have changed in the world. Oh, one of my friends told me that I could not imagine days, days upon days without premiership. I love football also. So I've be, be forced to stay at home now. Those who have been running away from the house. Different things happening. Sports grander, this one grander, that one grander, and everything. I want to say this to you: when there is a shaking and a commotion like this in the world, it's also an opportunity for something new to be birthed. You can actually ask God to strategically position you that when it is over, Lord, some new things will be happening. It won't be like this forever. You know? <laughs> And if you're afraid, you know, somebody said that, somebody said, in the midst of this, they've been having dreams of rapture. That dream is coming from fear. Why are people afraid? Some people say that this is the end of the world. The Antichrist has come. This is not the end of the world. This will pass away. And then life will continue. But so many things will have changed. The world we have to adjust, adjust, and adjust again. Things will resume back. But like Daniel who can ask for interpretation of what is going on. See, this is what people are trying to do. Listen to me. When there is a matter like this on the face of the earth, there is the spiritual interpretation. There is also the economic interpretation. There is also the social. All kinds of things will be playing together. Believers must also pray. We pray that it should stop. But we we should also pray that when it stops, what's next? And then what are the lessons? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you with me? When the unexpected happens, God will always do the unusual. So as we pray, we should pray for light to shine, understanding, and revelation to come. For God to show us, Lord, in the midst of all this is, what are you saying, and what is the next thing that you are doing? I have brought this word to you to encourage and remember we started with don't be afraid. It's not going to touch you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you cough, it's cold. The CO there is COLD not CO, <laughs> R, there's no R. Hallelujah. If you sneeze, don't be afraid. If you have to do a check, no problem. But you see Imagine going to Dr. Trembling. Hey, hey, hey. When they check you, it's likely the corona. <laughs> you, worked it, you worked it in into yourself. Don't be afraid. Fear does not cure anything. Nobody has been delivered because of fear. Hallelujah. Somebody swallowed chloroquine and died. In not chloroquine. Now, <laughs> corona will say to God, I did not even kill that one. That I, didn't, I didn't even come near him. He just killed himself. You know, I, I'll tell you a story that I said some two weeks ago. I'll close with this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Many of you heard me too. You say, when I shared this, that a particular hunter was coming out of town. His farm was outside the city. And he was going to the farm. And he saw death on the way. Death was going to the town. He was going outside the town. And he said, Mr. Death, what's happening? He says, Ah, oh, so I have an appointment today. They have to go to the world beyond, and that have come to pick them. And he said, Don't pick many. He said, no, I'm not picking many people there are just about five of them that are that have appointments today with me, and I'm taking them. So the, hunter, uh, the farmer waved dead, they greeted each other, and then the farmer went, dead enter town. So in the evening, the farmer was coming back and he saw commotion at the entrance of the town. People were running out crying. And somebody told me, I, I, I don't know the, the number. Somebody told me, so I can't even remember the figure. I said, but let's say, let's say that uh, 80 people died. So when the guy was about to enter town, he saw death come. He said, Mr. Death, you are a very bad person. But you said that you only had an appointment with five people. Now they said that 80 some people have died. And death, I'm not a bad person. I always obey the maker. He said, five, I pick five. He said, so who killed the rest? He said, fear killed them. He said, I only killed the five I was told to kill. He said, when I killed the five, I noticed that fear came in and killed another 80. He said, so me, I killed five. Fear killed. He said, so don't blame me, blame fear. Remember the time of Ebola when somebody poured salt on himself and died? Batting with salt. Fear. Mind what to watch. You already know what you should know. Wash your hand. Sanitize your hand, keep a safe distance. But to keep reading the, looking at the videos of those who are dying on diet, you walk yourself into it. The health experts have told you what you should obey. But day and night, oh, I saw one one of my friends had to tell people to stop sending charts to him. He said, "I have know what I should know. Wash your hand, sanitize, keep a safe distance, stay at the way you're not feeling fine." Why you saying He said, "In a day." 30, 40 videos. Somebody gasping for bread. Why are you sending all that? Why are you looking at all that? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you for being with us. Blessed be your name. I pray for everybody. The Lord will keep you. Let's read Psalm 91 together as we close. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's read Psalm 91 together. Wherever you are watching us from, rise on your feet and take your Bible in your hand and say after me. Now, don't use the word is. Say it as I'm going to say it. Are you ready? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are we there? Psalm ninety-one. Now, say after me: I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I say of the Lord; He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In Him I trust. Surely, He delivers me from the snare of the fowler, from noise and pestilence. He covers, he covers me with his feathers, his feathers and under his, wings, under his wings I trust. I trust. His, truth his truth is my shield, my shield and buckler. I am not afraid of the terror by night. I am not afraid of the arrows flying by the day. Nor of the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Nor of destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand may fall by my side. 10,000 by my left side. He shall not come near me. Only with my eyes will I behold the reward of the wicked. Because I am made the Lord, which is my refuge. Evil most I, my habitation. There shall no evil before me. Neither shall any play come near my dwelling. He has given his angels charge over me. So keep me in all my ways. They bear me up in their hands. So I don't dash my foot against the stone. I tread upon lion, upon others, upon young lion and dragon. I trample on that foot because I set my love upon him. He delivers me. He sets me on high because I have known his name. I call upon him and he answers me. He's with me in trouble with long life. He satisfies me. And it shows me salvation. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be in the name of the Lord. We worship you. We thank you. We give you praise. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ. Is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family, and that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.